Hey, Jordan, thanks for being here with me today, and Jacqueline, you as well. This is really special. Um, take, take me back. Tell me about your playing days at West Liberty and playing for Coach Crutchfield. Well, EJ, my, my playing days at West Liberty were memorable in the fact that we won a ton of games. Me individually as a player, it wasn't as memorable as I'd like it to be. Um, you know, I was very, I was a role player at best for those guys, but we had some, you know, arguably some of the best teams they've ever had in West Liberty. And I came in, you know, as a transfer, and I think Crutch's first transfer he's ever taken. So kind of a unique um, situation there, but came in just behind a group of seniors that had been there for four years together, and Pelly and Wolosinchuk and Schetzer and Fortney and guys that are buddies to, a mind still to this day. So, um, but boy, they had really got things going. Um, so came in there as a junior transfer from the university of Detroit mercy, spent my last two years there. Um, and then stayed on coach was nice enough. He hadn't got sick of me yet. Let me stay on as a graduate assistant, student assistant, whatever you want to call it. I finished up my, my student teaching there and, and I uh, was lucky enough to, to get into coaching. So I was there from 10 to 13 and just some incredible, incredible years. Yeah, yeah, and I, I remember those years. Were, were, did you guys make it to the national title game with that group, or how far did you get? Yeah, I think we, we did not there. Um, so I think we went to the Final Four the first year. Uh, that's when it was in Springfield, the Elite Eight the second year, uh, maybe in, in Louisville at the old Freedom Hall, and then back to the Final Four that next year in Northern Kentucky. Um, wasn't able, I can't remember what year it was, the national title, but there's Final Four, Elite Eight, Final Four, those three years. Yeah. Well, tell me, I, I know that Coach Crutchfield, he is very particular on the types of players he brings in. And the thing that's always impressed me about him is that he never seems to miss on talent. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when he took over West Liberty, you know, folks don't remember, they had only won four games the year before he took over, and they were really uh, cellar dwellers for a number of years prior to that. So he takes over. They win 20 games their first year. What does he look for in players to bring in when he was at West Liberty? And what's he looking to bring in now at Nova? I'm thinking it's more than just the athleticism. It has to do with the all-around person. Am I right? You're right, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's made it easy. My role, I'd like to think, has grown – through our years together down at Nova, and he's now to the point where he's, he's basically given me the load of recruiting. Um, but it's easy in a sense of I, I'm I'm simply looking for basically the same thing we were looking for at West Liberty. I'm trying to I'm trying to sign guys that were just like my my teammates at West Liberty. Um, and it's all the things that I think are very obvious to, to anybody that's a fan of either program. We want good people first and foremost. You know, we want guys that know the difference between right and wrong. You know. Um, we want guys that take care of business in the classroom. We don't want to be chasing them. At night, when we go to sleep as a coaching staff, we don't want to be worried about where these guys are at or what they're doing. So we just want high-quality people. Um, we look for skill. We don't want guys that can dribble past and shoot the ball. The, the three things that Coach always talks about is, is being able to see the game, um, analyze what's going on, and then react to it accordingly. Um, so, And those guys come in different shapes and forms, but – Essentially, that's it. You know, that's what we're looking for. We want good teammates. We love, obviously, coaches' sons. We had a handful of them. I was one of them and um, had a bunch of teammates that were coaches' kids. We've got a bunch of players now that are coaches' kids. I'm sure West Lib's still got the same um, there. So that helps, you know, coaches' kids, guys that have been around the game. We love winners, you know, guys that have won previously. Um, 
I don't know that there's a a checklist per se, but but it's that it's that genre of guys that we're looking for. And again, I think it it makes my job very easy in recruiting now because it's it's so um, we're all on the same page as to what we're looking for. So it's kind of easy to pinpoint those guys. Yeah. Now those those genre of guys that you mentioned, they have really paid off in stage for Coach Crutchfield. I mean, I, let me give you the example. West Liberty played. 80 years of basketball before Coach Crutchfield took over. In those 80 years, you know, they began back in 1923-24. In those 80 years, they had one 21 season. He takes over in 2004. They run off 13 straight 20-win seasons and a number of 30-win seasons. You know, that genre of players that you're talking about, that system that he was able to put in, and I think the communication, I've never seen the guy yell. You know, I've come to the practices. Now, maybe you, you're laughing here. Maybe you've seen he, – he's getting older. He's probably getting a he little bit – No, but he he, as you get older, you get a little bit, you know, uh, impatient. But I, I've watched his practices. I, he was like a professor. Of course. And the, and the players responded – and, you know, he told me that the reason that he left West Liberty after 13 successful years was he wanted to see if it was a fluke. Could he rejuvenate another program that was down? And, and I know he, he, he told me he bumped into you at Nova and West Lib played down there and conversation started and then he came. And his goal was to turn around Nova. Now I look at your record over the, over the time that he's been there the last six years, especially let's look at the last couple of years from, from what I add up, it looks like 66 wins out of the next 67 games. So you're 66 and one 35 and oh this year in the national championship game. Tell me, tell me about coach Crutchfield and, 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 uh, and, 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 I, and while you're telling me about him, I'd like to, you to let the folks know about uh, all the responsibilities that he gives you as the assistant coach because uh, I'm, I'm, a big, uh, I'm a big believer of, of, of assistant coaches and what you all mean to the program. And I know that you're ready to step up, Jordan, if we can ever get Coach Crutchfield to retire and come back to Wheeling. But, uh, but, but take it from there. Tell me about the success at NOVA how people were excited and so forth. Well, this is great, EJ. Well, I got this thing, and we got people on air. We'll start a little plot here to try to get him to retire. We'll start We'll start uh, having people call in and maybe encourage him to do so. That's obviously a joke. Well, I, the thing I didn't mention to your previous question I'd start with is I, I think when people ask me what makes him so great, it's obviously a million things, but I, I believe he's the best talent evaluator I've ever been around. His ability to watch a guy um, that may not pass the eye test um, and dismiss a guy that may pass the eye test is it's off the charts, you know? So I think first and foremost, secondly, he, you, you called him the professor. I mean, that's, that's what he was, right? Anybody knows, knows his teaching background and he was, you know, he has taught at every level. And, and I believe, you know, he, he could coach anything, you know, I think he could, he could coach ping pong, wrestling, uh, archery, you name it. He'd figure it out. He can find ways to motivate people, um, beyond what most people can do. So, I mean, it's off the charts when it comes to he's a teacher. You know, he's a teacher and he can coach. And he's, I, I think what makes him special 
I grew up as the son of a coach. My dad was one of the greatest coaches I've ever been around, but I grew up around basketball coaches. And, and sometimes I think when, you know, you're, a, you're so affiliated and maybe entrenched with other basketball coaches, you start to learn the coach speak and you start to, you, you, you have trouble getting outside the box. And I think coach's background with, with tennis and maybe, maybe not playing in college and maybe his, his math background, he just, he just seems to see things a little bit differently than, than, than others. And he's also got the personality where he doesn't care to, to do it. He's not going to do it um, the way somebody else does it just because that's the way it's supposed to be done. Or it's, uh, but he's going to do it. He's going to do it the way that he wants to do it. And there's so much beauty in that. Um, yeah. As far as shoot, as far as working for him, it's, it couldn't be any easier tough in a sense sometimes it's it's there's you know after this many years of being around each other there's an expectation of i should know what to do and just get it done but there's so much freedom and beauty in that too as it allows me to grow and he he gives me so much you know he allows me there's there's no micromanagement it's just there's an expectation that it needs to be done and done the right way and we need to sign good players and and things need to be uh, taken care of but he's He's not calling to check up and make sure that those things are done. There's just an expectation, and I think a mutual respect that they will be done, and um, it makes life great, you know, and business great. So, but yeah, I mean, in terms of his, I understand it. I I, I joke often. I say, first of all, you know, I've become like his personal secretary. You know, he's not a he's not a podcast clinic guy. He's done just a couple now, but I reap honestly, oftentimes the benefits of it. I've got guys that, you know. NBA level going through me to try to get to him. I've got high major coaches trying to get to him through me. And I do, I reap the benefits from it from a networking perspective. I've gotten to know people I probably shouldn't know, you know? So I have, um, I know that, that coach would say that I've been good for him and good to him. And I know that he's, he's certainly been great for me, you know? So it's just been a great dynamic and such a cool experience to go through. You know, again, I hear the stories about when he took over that West Liberty four-win team or whatever it was, and his just crazed attack at trying to build a program and knowing that this was his career on the line. This was his chance. You know, and for me, I mean, and, and not to make this about me because it's certainly not, but, you know, in a lot of ways, obviously we're Coach leaves West Liberty and there was such a love affair there, rightfully so. It was, there was some pressure to, wow, this huge jump that he makes in his career. I can't let him fail either. You know, I knew he was going to work his tail off down there, but I – I can't let him fail. I can't be the guy that he's beside when things don't work out. This, this, the winningest coach all of a sudden comes down here and doesn't win games. It can't happen. So it was a joy and a thrill to be able to kind of go through that, that with him. But it's obviously just a ongoing every day. We're trying to just continue to build this thing. So rambling, but you know, some, to sum it up would be just, just one of the most incredible coaches in the history of, of sport at any level in any sport um, and really fortunate to, to be able to work beside him every day. Thanks, Jordan. And, uh, you know, if you're just tuning in, this is EJ Shodzinski talking with Jordan C., the top assistant for the Nova Southeastern Sharks and former West Liberty basketball player, Jordan. So I need to ask you, uh, does, you know, this is the national title. It would be Nova's first in school history. This would be Coach Crutchfield's first national title as well as yours. Um, is it, you know, with that aside, is is there 
Is there something extra special or ironic that you're going up against your former team uh, that you played at West Liberty? Does it bring any extra emotions to the surface for you? Uh, I mean, I know that you have uh, a, a lot of admiration and love for your time at West Liberty. All these feelings come bubbling up tomorrow, and this is sort of like the climax of a of a of an all time sports movie. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but what are you feeling about tomorrow going for the national title against your old school West Liberty? Yeah, I mean it's it is it's a bit overwhelming, right? Walking through the lobby and and seeing Mike Lamberti, former teammate who's now the assistant at West Liberty, with um, his child, you know, his newborn, and walking through and seeing. You know, Kathy Monterosa, my former professor, and go to academia there, you know, and Coach Huffman and down the source and just walking through the hallways and seeing it. There's Sure, there's an, almost an awkwardness, but yet a um, really uniqueness to it that's really cool. Um, if you start, I think, to, you know, I, 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 I go back to our week. My wife and I got married in June, and I had three former West Liberty teammates in the wedding, you know, and these guys are going to be here. And I'm obviously joking with them, saying, uh, you know, I'll have your Nova gear waiting on you here. But the, the, I'm sure the awkwardness for those guys, wanting to support Coach and myself and, you know, Will Yoakum, and, but at the same time support the people we love at West Liberty and West Liberty. So I get it. And it's, yeah, I mean, you could, the, the more you think about it, you could, I think, overwhelm yourself. So I think it's just, it's like anything. And, 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 you know, as a sports person, somebody's been in it, you've been through enough, um, you know, uh, what's the word you've been, you've been through enough situations, championship games. Unfortunately for us, we've been through a lot of those where you, you just able to start to block some of that stuff out. And when we get out there, yeah, there'll be some extra added emotion, but it's, it's game, it's game time. And it's 40 minutes with our guys, our Nova guys, and we're, and we're trying to win. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. The other team will be West Liberty Hilltoppers, and there's some added, again, uniqueness in that. But really, as cliche as it does sound, it's just about it's about 40 minutes. It's about that game and trying to win that game, and um, and that's what we're going to try to do. So maybe, uh, again, maybe a little bit of a coach speak answer there for you. But but genuinely, that's I think you, you could overwhelm. We could all overwhelm ourselves with just the, the side uh, narratives to this thing, but at the end of the day, we are here to try to win a game, and that's what we're going to try to do. Yeah, yeah, very well said. I, I agree with everything you said, especially about, hey, it's it's 40 minutes of basketball. You try to block all that out. You mentioned Will Yoakum. Uh, you know, I got a chance to follow Will for uh, three years at West Liberty, and I always thought he was a, uh, a very good player. And he always battled through. It seemed like he was always battling through injuries, knees being the most uh, – Specific one, and I, uh, you know, I saw where he was in the transfer portal. When he was going to Nova, um, and I was wondering if his knees would hold up. Quite honestly, and and I'm glad that they did. And and I was so impressed with him in the regional final. He had 26 points, ladies and gentlemen, in the first half uh, to lead Nova to that uh, big victory. And then he carried that momentum momentum into your first round game in the Elite Eight, and you really needed it against the tough Missouri-St. Louis team. He had 34 points and went to the line and made 14 out of 15 down the stretch. And I thought, wow, you know, great for Will. He's really hit his stride and uh, great for Nova. With that said, how is how are you coaching Will about this game? Because 
you know, these are his old buddies that he played with uh, for three years. I mean, I have I have my thoughts, but uh, on what I would maybe say to him. But uh, let me, what would you, what are you talking to Will about, or are you leaving it alone? Yeah, well, I would start with the, the, it's been funny how many West Liberty fans and friends and, and players and coaches have, have asked about Will or how's Will or is Will around? I want to see him. And, and that's not a coincidence. That's because Will Yoakum, he's a special human being. And he was obviously special there and went through some unfortunate circumstances in terms of health. Um, and we've been on the fortunate end in terms of his, he decides to transfer and coach has this had recruited him a little bit out of high school, so they had a little bit of a prior relationship. He goes to the transfer portal, coach reconnects, we're able to get him down on a visit. And even then, when he'd come on the visit, he still was not healthy, you know? And it was, yeah, I mean, you're asking the questions about his health. We had the same questions, right? Is this guy, obviously he's a great player, but is he going to be healthy enough to play well? And fortunately for him, um, and I would say he deserves it, you know, with the work that he's put in to rehabilitate and get back to where he's at. So it's just uh, from a, I'm a fan of Will Yoakum, so I'm excited for him personally to see the success. Again, I do believe he deserves it, but he's been – he's just – Will would be great anywhere. You know, Will could fit in with anybody, anywhere, and that's why he's such a special kid. But I do think it's made his transition easy in that we do have special guys. Like West Liberty has special guys that have embraced him. I think he's obviously walked into a system that's eerily similar to what he's already done. So there's been, you know, little uh, – learning curve there but but he's just he's hit stride from a health perspective you know he's been healthy so i think his game he's playing the best basketball i think he's probably ever played right now and um he he feels like a guy i know he's at west liberty forever he feels like a guy that's been at nova forever as strange as it sounds he just that's how easily and seamlessly he's he's integrated with our group so um i am happy for him personally obviously he's (laughs) We're lucky we have him. There's been a few times he's certainly carried us, one being the quarterfinal game, to just kind of get the monkey off our back a little bit and get us push us through that first round um, finally. And um, So, yeah, but Will is, boy, what a special kid. I know he speaks fondly on his years at the Hilltop. It's funny. He and I get to share West Liberty stories and kind of have that bond between the two of us. But he, um, in terms of approaching this game, the same. he's smart enough. He's a mature kid. He knows. I kind of said, hey, you may want to, you know, Keep your phone on the on the nightstand beside you, and stay off your phone a little bit for the next forty eight hours. And and again, it's it is all love between him and his buddies at West Liberty. But there's a, it's again, like I said earlier, just another added narrative to make this thing complex and goofy. But uh, why not? It's kind of fun and unique. So um, again, we're lucky to they were lucky to have Will Yoko. We're lucky to have Yo- Will Yoko, and what a, what a joy he is to coach. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you mentioned the special players, the special characters at, at Nova. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is EJ Shadinsky, uh, live with Jordan C. from the Doubletree Hotel. Uh, and we're talking to you the game, be- the day before the national title game. But I would, I would agree with what you said about you, you have special people. I have noticed, uh, after the games in the hotel lobbies around town, you know, how really uh, mature and uh, well-rounded the kids are from Nova and West Liberty. These are really special kids, and it, it, all, it gives me hope, really, for the future uh, uh, future leaders of our areas and, and so forth because uh, you guys have put together some great talent. With that said, 
Uh, we need to get to the really important part of the interview now. Uh, Jordan has brought uh, his wife, Jacqueline, with us. And Jacqueline, you know, thank you for being here. And, and uh, I used to be a coach as well, so I know uh, my wife, uh, you know, how like, she would get on game day and, and, and uh, anxious and, and supportive and all the emotions. Uh, tell me about the journey uh, along with Jordan here and the Nova Sharks. So what do you go through on on game days and, and so forth? Tell me all about it. Yeah, it, it has been a journey. So I actually met Jordan five years ago when, when Crutch came down as well. So I've been a part of that, you know, Jordan Crutchfield journey. So, you know, game day, I don't really see him. Don't talk to him and that's okay because I know it's business. Um, he has to focus. So lots of late night film sessions. I always joke with the the players that I've seen, you know, every single team that we're playing. I know all the key players, you know, what Nova's going to be, you know, um, their game plan for the, the game. So I just try to be as involved as I can be and supportive. Um, but you know, I, I mean, it's, it's Jordan's dream, and, and that's what I'm here for, to support it. I, I also played college basketball, so I get it. Um, but it, it's been a blast. Uh, love the kids, love the parents. Um, but, you know, if you see me pacing um, up and down, uh, you know, the hallways in the games, I'm either head between my legs or, or pacing in the hallways because I get very nervous, but all for the right reason. Yeah, yeah well said. And, and uh you mentioned congratulations on on your college career as well, and uh, and and certainly your your time with Crutch and and Jordan and the Sharks and so forth. You mentioned the uh, you mentioned the the parents and the families that come to the game. I noticed also similarities between the large contingent of the blue clad Shark fans and. The black and gold Hilltopper fans, you guys are, you, you have put together a fan base at Nova that, uh, looks like they're having as much fun as anyone. I watched your regional games and I think they might have been doing the Macarena in the sand. I'm not sure, but, uh, they were doing some sort of, uh, group dance and, uh, to see all the folks down there having a good time. It looked like, uh, a really great atmosphere. So I, I congratulate. Uh, you, Jordan, Coach Crutchfield, the Sharks, on really putting together a program that makes your university proud, uh, that makes the uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami community uh, proud. And we wish you the best tomorrow in the national championship game, the 35-0 top-ranked Sharks against the second-seeded West Liberty Hilltoppers live tomorrow from Evansville at 3 p.m. Eastern time. 2 p.m. Central Time. Thank you, thank you, Jordan and and Jacqueline, and we wish you all the best. Thank you, guys, very much. Appreciate all our love to our West Liberty Hilltopper friends and family, and all our love down in South Florida to the Sharks as well. All right, thank you, guys. We're going to go back to the studio now.